welcome to Sinful Sarah's Horror Menagerie. I'm your host, Sarah Sin, tackling horror movies, peeling back the layers, and taking a deeper dive into them. Again, on the show, I don't just discuss my love of horror movies. I like to bring in the aspect and perspective of horror and history, how horror movies tend to reflect society's fears. And since I am a psychology major, I like to bring this aspect and perspective in as well and see how the horror movie I'm focusing on reflects psychology and mental health in any way. Okay, so as you all know, new month means new theme. With this month's theme being substance use disorder, addiction, this is no laughing matter. Where I'll be focusing on horror movies that talk about addiction, whether literally or metaphorically. Um, I'm just taking a little more of a serious tone this month um, by tackling a serious issue. Because horror movies have never been afraid to tackle serious issues and bring them to the attention like of the viewer, you know, bring these serious issues to the attention of the viewer. So this month, like I said, I'm going to take a little bit more of a serious tone and discuss movies and focus on movies that, um, well, talk about addiction in one way, shape, or form. As I said, if you keep, you know, track of me on Twitter or X, which I can't call it X, it's Twitter, um, I haven't been doing well. Um, this past semester was really rough for me in general. I busted my ass to keep my A's, my straight A's, um, you know, taking time away from my child, taking time away from the podcast, like really focusing on school because it was a really hard class for me. And I was doing really well until our final exam, which counted for a majority of our grade. And it was a 50 question quiz with only an hour to do it. And I'm like, it takes like a minute just to read each question, let alone like even if I memorized everything, it takes more than a minute to pull things from your memory bank. So 60 minutes to me is not enough time for a 50 question quiz. But according to my school, it is. It's they said it's one minute a question is the allotted time. And I said, well, that's bullshit. Some people have test anxiety like me. So on Monday, I do plan on calling up the school and filing a complaint, not against the teacher. This isn't his fault, but the school itself and seeing who I have to file this complaint with by saying like, that's not enough time. People have test anxiety and saying one minute a question is absolutely asinine because this dropped my grade from an A to a B plus, which I won't accept because I've been doing straight A's ever since I started back in school in 2017. And to get a B plus after all the fucking hard work I've done, I'm really pissed off about. Maybe to some people, a B plus is a good grade, but not when you busted your ass to keep those A's all semester long, taking time away from your own child. No, a B plus is not an acceptable grade, especially over one quiz. So I've just been dealing with that and I'm pretty pissed off about it and really upset about it because I don't agree with it. So like I said, I'm going to call the school. I'm going to see if there's a way I can file a complaint because I don't agree with this. But anyways, I'm going to move on to the first movie for the theme of substance use disorder addiction. This is no laughing matter with 2016's The Monster directed by Brian Bertino. Starring Zoe Kazan as Kathy, Ella Ballantine as Lizzie, Aaron Douglas as Jesse, Christine Ibadi as Leslie Williams, Mark Hickey as John Brooks, and Scott Speedman as Roy. So for horror and history, this movie definitely talks about how human beings are the true monsters. 
I think it's also talking about the other, like the ones out there are trying to hurt you. Like the car represents us while the monster represents the other. And I think it's also talking about how addiction not only affects you, but how it affects those around you, your loved ones, and your family. For psychology and mental health, we got substance use disorder, addiction, alcoholism, single parent family structure, depression, fight or flight response, anger, abuse, both physical and mental and emotional, to be quite honest, neglect and resilience. So what is this movie about? And I kind of combine my own words with IMDb. An alcoholic, abusive mother drives her daughter late at night to her father's. While on their way on a back road, they hit a wolf seemingly killed by their car. Or was it? After strange things start to happen, they soon discover they're not alone. They soon will discover the real horrifying truth to what's been going on around them. They are being targeted by a monstrous creature that intends to hunt and kill them. With no chance of getting help, they must find a way to make it out alive, fight for their survival, or die at the hands or claws of the monster. Moving on to the subgenre. So this movie does have a monster, like a literal monster. Um, and it doesn't really have that many kills, so like I wouldn't say it's a slasher flick. You know, put it under the slasher flick subgenre. And although there's a lot going on, you probably could put it under like psychological horror with the whole addiction aspect and the child neglect aspect. However, I would um I would put it under the creature feature because we do have a creature lurking in the dark. Um, it's out in the woods, it's hunting and attacking our main characters. So I for myself would say this is considered under the creature feature subgenre. So I will go over the definition of creature feature. Creature feature. This is a subgenre where the monsters come out to play and kill. The monster can be the result of a mutation, deformities, be of the supernatural, and advance in evolution, or due to human error. These creatures can be gigantic, small, or anywhere in between. Monsters come in all shapes and sizes. But no matter the size, they can cause harm, are dangerous, and usually go on a killing spree, terrorizing the community and those they fixate on. Sometimes these monsters are just misunderstood because they did not choose to be a monster. They were made that way. While other creatures are driven by pure instinct and the need for survival. Either way, the monsters are deadly and pose a threat to humanity. Okay, so what I'd really like to talk about is the whole idea about monsters and addiction and the um, mother-daughter relationship that goes on within this movie. So this movie is about monsters, both metaphorical and, like, literal, real monsters. This is kind of, like, the focal point within the movie, but to me, the main story, like, the main focal point, the main plot of this entire movie is addiction and the mother-daughter relationship between Kathy and Lizzie. So this movie opens with a, like, saying about monsters, and then Lizzie's voice kind of jumps in. They are hiding and watching. Just wait and see. Oh, there are monsters for you and me. That's the saying. And then you hear Lizzie's voice. My mom tells me there's no such thing as monsters, but she is wrong. They are out there waiting for you, watching. They're in the dark, sometimes where you see them, sometimes where you don't. I know that now. So that's just how the movie completely opens. So my plan is to kind of go over a few scenes And then, of course, get more in-depth about, like, the monsters, the addiction, the mother-daughter relationship, which is the heart of this movie. 
And this movie does have a lot of flashbacks. Not, well, not a lot, but it's got some flashbacks kind of interwoven throughout the movie. So my plan is to actually, like, go over the opening scene to this movie and then go to, like, some of the flashbacks. And then I'll bring it back to, like, the present day of the movie. I think this will make it a lot easier to understand when I actually kind of go a little more into it and take more of a deep dive into the movie. So we open with Lizzie, who's a child, and I don't know how old she is. Some, like, websites say she's a teenager. Some say she's a preteen. I think she's more, like, between 10 and 12. Um. So anyways, she's cleaning up the living room, and it's, like, full of beer bottles, alcohol bottles, and, like, cigarette butts. Looks like there was a party in the house, but I don't think there was a party. And then she goes into her mom's room, who's still asleep. Kathy, did I ever sleep? Lizzie, yes, get up. Kathy, I am getting up. Lizzie, you said 8 a.m. It's 9 a.m. Kathy, are you ready to go? Lizzie, I packed for me and I packed for you. Kathy, where's Roy? He said he was going to call me. Lizzie, he's an ass. Kathy, damn it, Elizabeth. Lizzie, get up. Kathy, go load the car. Lizzie, I should have had Dad pick me up. Get up. Kathy, excuse me, I will. Lizzie, get up. Kathy, I am. And then she actually falls back asleep. So, like I said, I'm going to backtrack and go over some of those flashbacks. And then again, like I said, I'll bring you back up to the present time where the movie really is, like when the movie's really happening. So the first flashback is kind of like a long scene, but I'm only going to go over like a portion of the scene Kathy is trying to get Lizzie in the car to go to Lizzie's play Kathy you know what honestly Lizzie I'm done okay just get in the goddamn car Lizzie I don't want to Kathy I don't care I'm not going to ask you again look I know this is a big night for you Lizzie I don't care Kathy Yes, you do. Lizzie, it's my play. Kathy, yes, and you're going to be late. Get in the goddamn car. Get your ass in there right now. Lizzie, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to go. I don't want you to go. Kathy, what did you say? Lizzie, I don't want you there. And then the scene actually ends with, like, Kathy getting in the car and speeding off, leaving Lizzie behind. After screaming, fuck you, to her own child. The next flashback, um, we see Kathy. She's, like, sitting on the kitchen floor. It's the middle of the night eating ice cream. She gets up, looks at this calendar that has two X's on it and the words written by Lizzie. You can do it, Mom. And then Kathy goes outside and, like, starts searching the trash can for alcohol. And then she sits down with the alcohol, hasn't drank it yet, and says, you can do it. You can fucking beat it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just go to fucking bed. Just go to bed. Just go to bed. Fuck. Fuck. But she gives in and actually drinks the alcohol. And then Lizzie finds her, like, passed out on the bathroom floor. And Lizzie lays down next to her mom and, like, snuggles up to her, even though she's passed out. Next flashback, Kathy is passed out on the couch. Lizzie actually, like, grabs a knife and holds it to her mother's throat. 
and just keeps repeating the words like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I want you gone, but doesn't actually hurt her mom. Next flashback, um, and I'm actually going to go over the last flashback later, but in this flashback, Lizzie is like in the basement and she has like her little makeshift tent and we hear Roy, who's Kathy's boyfriend, they're upstairs arguing. Kathy, you're an idiot. Roy, you think you're so fucking smart, don't you? Kathy, well, maybe I feel a little less stupid. Roy, I told you over and over and over again, don't touch my fucking beer. Kathy, it's my house. Roy, it's my fucking beer. Kathy, it's my fucking house. Roy, dumbass, it's not in there. I told you it's not in there. Kathy, I know it's not in there. I know where I put them. Lizzie, where are you, Lizzie? Roy, this is the last time. Lizzie, 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 where are you, you little shit? Lizzie, Lizzie, Mama. Roy, where are they? Lizzie, I don't know. Roy, speak up. Kathy, get away from her. Roy, she's got him, okay? Kathy, I fucking know that. Roy, then get them. Kathy, look at me. Roy, look at your mother. Kathy, look at me. Give me them. Lizzie, I don't have them. Kathy, give me them. Roy, shit. Store closes in eight minutes, and he takes the keys to the car. Kathy, wait, baby, wait. Lizzie, Mama, I, I don't. And Kathy actually ends up smacking Lizzie across the face. So before we move on, like we see through these flashbacks that Kathy struggles with addiction, um, more specifically alcoholism, to the point of being incredibly neglectful and abusive to her own child. Lizzie has to basically be the adult or parent in this like mother-daughter relationship. Not only does she have to take care of herself, but she takes care of her mom most of the time. Okay, so moving on to like where like the present day this movie takes place, Kathy um is taking Lizzie to her father's house, knowing that Lizzie does not plan on returning to her house. Kathy slept in. Um, like the scene I said where they like woke up and it was nine. Kathy actually fell back asleep and didn't wake up till like hours later. So they're late getting a head start on their road trip. Kathy stops multiple times for like a smoke break, but there's this one scene where I think she's actually filling up for gas and taking a smoke break. And then she like taps on the window for Lizzie to roll it down. Kathy, I was going to give you this when we got there. And she hands her this watch. Lizzie, it was grandma's. Kathy, yeah. Lizzie, why are you giving it to me? Kathy, because you're not coming back. Lizzie, I didn't say that. Kathy, yeah, but you're not gonna. And then she puts the watch on Lizzie. Lizzie, if we stop in Darlington tonight, it's only four hours till we get there. Kathy, yeah. Just tell me when you want to stop. So as they're driving down this back road, it's, or I don't know, it's not a dirt road, so I don't know if it's a back road, but it's not a very popular road. They swerve to avoid an animal that's in the road, 
while at the same time something like rams into their car causing them to get into this accident um kathy's really hurt in it she like hurts her wrist she's like bleeding um and they call 911 where they say they're sending a tow truck and an ambulance because like i said kathy was actually injured in the crash they find out it's a wolf that they hit and that it was already injured before they hit it with the car and at one point they're looking at the wolf and they pull this large like four inch tooth from the actual body of the wolf so the tow truck arrives the guy's name is jesse who is very wary when he gets there like He's looking into the woods, and he looks very nervous to be working on that car in the middle of the night during a rainstorm um, on that road. So he starts to work on the car, and then all of a sudden he just disappears. And Lizzie is scared, and then Kathy, like, calls out to Jesse. And then she decides that, you know, she's got to do something because Jesse's gone, and they got to, you know, get going. Kathy, I'm going out there. Lizzie. Let's just wait here. Please. Kathy, you stop making this into a thing. Honestly, stop. Don't get weird on me. I'm just going to go out there and find him. Lizzie, why? Kathy, because I don't just sit. Lizzie, don't go. Kathy, not one word out of you. Not one more word. You hear me, Lizzie? So Kathy does actually go out and she like looks around um, and then that's when Jesse's arm is thrown onto the windshield and of course Kathy runs back to the car to get to Lizzie. Kathy, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to be okay. The ambulance will be here soon. Lizzie, what if they never get here? Kathy, stop. Don't, don't think like that. Don't think like that. They're coming. They're on their way. Lizzie, I want my daddy. Kathy, hey, hey, I'm right here. Lizzie, I don't care. Kathy, hey. Lizzie, I told you. I told you not to get out of the car and you never listened to me. Kathy, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Lizzie, he could have killed you. Kathy, Nothing happened to me. I'm okay. I'm right here. I'm right here. So at this point, like, the movie becomes, like, a, like a real monster movie, like, a fight for survival. Kathy desperately tries to protect Lizzie throughout this entire movie. And at one point, the monster even attacks Kathy and severely injures her. And that's when the ambulance shows up. But both EMTs are killed. And Kathy and Lizzie are, like, stuck in the ambulance. And Kathy does try to drive off with the ambulance. But the monster actually, like, rams into it, jumps the ambulance, and then causes them to crash the ambulance. And this is when Kathy realizes, like, she's got to do something. She's got to make a choice. She's got to find a way to save Lizzie. And that's when she has this conversation, which was a really hard scene to watch. Like, I, I will admit that I cried through this whole scene because it is, it does show, like, even though Kathy was not a great mom, she really is a mom at the same time. Kathy. We need to make a fire. Lizzie, why? Kathy, because we need to get you to the road so you can get away. So you can get away. And then she hands Lizzie a hammer. Take it. Take it. Lizzie, we can't go out there. Kathy, look, they can't. They won't know we're here. They can't see you down here. 
I've got a plan. I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you to be brave, okay? I need you to be brave. I need you to be braver than you've ever been. I can distract it. I can use the fire. I can use it. So I can go out there and it'll follow me. So that you can go out there and you can get away. Lizzie. It'll get to you. Kathy. No. No. It will be afraid. Monsters don't like the light. That's what nightlights are for, right? Lizzie. Don't lie to me. Kathy. I'm not. Lizzie. Yes, you are. Kathy. Yes, I am. Baby, listen to me. I'm gonna die. Real soon. Whether I go out there or not. Lizzie. You can't die. Kathy. No, you can't die. Lizzie. Why? Kathy. Because you... You are the reason I'm here. Look at me. When I call for you, I need you to run as fast as you can. Lizzie, we could go together. Kathy, don't look back. Don't look back no matter what happens, okay? Listen to me. Don't look back. Lizzie, I'll get help. I'll get help and they can come back and they, and then they can save you. Kathy, that's our plan. That's our plan, okay? That's our plan. But in the end, Kathy actually goes out and tries to fight the monster, but sacrifices herself to help Lizzie escape. Lindsay ends up, like, setting the monster on fire um, and killing it. Lizzie does try to, like, chase after her mom and the monster and tries to fight the monster while it attacks her mom, but her mom dies anyway. So her mom goes out there to sacrifice herself to... Um, distract the monster so Lizzie can get a head start on her escape. And then that's when we get, like, our last flashback. And Lizzie is asleep. Kathy lays next to her. Lizzie wakes up. Kathy. Hey, little girl. Lizzie. I'm not little. Kathy. I know. Shh. Don't be mad. Lizzie. But you said... Kathy. You don't hate me? Lizzie. I don't hate you. Kathy. I don't hate you. I don't hate you. Shh. You are going to be so much better than me. So much better. You just wait and see. It's going to be amazing. You're going to get past me. And you're going to be able to do whatever you want. Lizzie. I just want you. So the movie actually ends with Lizzie like surviving. And she's walking through the woods. And you hear her repeating the same words she said in the beginning about monsters and how they exist. And she knows that now. And sometimes, you know, they're where you can see them. Sometimes they're not. Um, so you hear her, you know, saying those same words from the beginning as she's walking through the woods. She survives. Her mother has saved her. So what we know and what we see through flashbacks is that Kathy struggles with addiction and more specifically alcoholism. She's not a good mom. When using, she's neglectful and abusive, leaving Lizzie to take on the parental role, like, for her own mother, and has to grow up fast and take care of herself. However, Kathy does know she has a problem, and I think in the back of the mind, like, her mind, she does want to get better, but she just doesn't have the willpower to push through it. 
And it doesn't help that her boyfriend, Roy, is also an alcoholic. You know, this just adds to the problem. You know, Lizzie claims that she hates her mom. And you see her, and, sorry, you see her. You hear her say that throughout the movie. Like, I hate you, or, you know, I don't want you, or all that kind of stuff. But the truth is, she loves her mom when she's sober, when she's not using. So, you know, you see the dynamics between this mother-daughter relationship, which is kind of flipped when you see in flashbacks, is that Lizzie is more the parent, while Kathy is more the child. Lizzie has to take care of her mom because her mom has um, an addiction. She's an alcoholic, and she's struggling with this addiction, and Lizzie is the one who has to basically take care of her mom. So, when we're talking about monsters... This movie is talking about three different kinds of monsters. One, human beings. Two, addiction or substance use disorder. And three, literal monsters. So for one, monsters are a metaphor for human beings being monsters. You know, Kathy turns into a monster when she is using and is horrible. She's a horrible parent, a horrible person to Lizzie. She neglects her and physically abuses her, mentally abuses her, and emotionally abuses her, her own child. Kathy is a monster at times to her own child when she is using. Human beings can be monsters. And two, monsters are used as a metaphor for addiction, the monster inside of us. That's what this movie is really also talking about, is that Kathy has a monster inside of her that takes over her that she cannot control, and that's addiction. It's used as a metaphor for addiction. You know, that growl inside of you, that hunger inside of you that you cannot control and you cannot push through, it's inside of you. And that's what Kathy has, is a monster inside of her that takes control of her at times. And three, this movie is talking about literal monsters. Like, creatures out there in the dark in the woods monsters that want to hunt attack and kill you this movie is talking about an actual like you see the actual monster and it's actually a pretty cool monster if you've never seen this movie you've got to see this movie because the monster design is really amazing um at least i think it is so this movie features all three kind all three of these kinds of monsters and that's one thing i do love about this movie is the title the monster can mean three different things. Human beings as monsters, the monster inside of us that's called addiction, and a literal monster, like a creature of the night. Another thing that I do love about this movie, and is honestly possibly my favorite aspect of this movie, is that when push comes to shove, Kathy is a mom and fights tooth and nail to protect her child. We see through flashbacks how horrible of a mom she is due to her addiction. When she's using, she's abusive, she's neglectful. She's a terrible, terrible person. And like I said, she's, she is neglectful to the point that Lizzie becomes the parent to Kathy at times, you know, picking up after her and having to take care of her own mother when her mother should be taking care of her. But when the monster does show up and starts killing and starts attacking them, Kathy turns into a mama bear. She refuses to let Lizzie get hurt. You know, when you're watching this movie after you see some of the flashbacks and you see how Kathy is, you literally sit there and wonder, like, will she step up to the plate and fight for her child? Or will she flee and run away, you know, leaving Lizzie to fend for herself like she has done so many times in the past? However, 
Kathy steps up to plate. She fights. She fights, like I said, tooth and nail for that child, even sacrificing herself so Lizzie can live. Kathy defies our expectations and becomes a true mother. Once she sees that her child's life is in danger, she refuses to back down. She even says to Lizzie at one point, no, you can't die. And she's saying that to Lizzie because she says, no, you need to live because you're the reason that I live. You're the reason that I'm here. Sorry, but that's how it is as a mom. You know, even if this means that she has to die to make sure this happens, that Lizzie lives, she's going to do it because she is a mom in the end. You know, and at that end scene, like that last flashback, it shows that Kathy knows she's flawed and she has a problem. But Kathy knows she cannot overcome it. For whatever reason, she just does not have the willpower to push through and overcome this addiction. But we also see that she loves Lizzie and wants Lizzie to be better than her and not end up like her. And we see that as much as Lizzie despises her mom or hates her mom at times she really does love her mom and just wants her to be the quote sober mom forever she doesn't want her mom using she wants the lovable mom who when she's sober not the monster she becomes when she's using she just quote wants her as she says you know their relationship is flawed and bent but it's not broken and that's one of the things I do love about this movie is that it's not a broken relationship. It's a flawed relationship. It's a tough relationship. It's a hard relationship, you know, because the parental and child role have been, you know, changed. And Lizzie's more the parent over Kathy. Kathy is flawed. She has an addiction. She has a problem she needs to overcome. And when she's using, she is a monster. She is a terrible, horrible person. She's not a good mother. Obviously, when she's sober, she's a good person. But in the end, we see that even though she is a terrible person, when push comes to shove, when she sees her child in danger, she fights tooth and nail and sacrifices herself in the end to save her child. And that's what it means to be a parent, is that your life does not come before your child's. Your child comes before, before you. And this movie does show that even though Kathy is flawed as a mom, she's still a mom. And Kathy's, I'm sorry, and Lizzie's life is at that point more important than her own. And it's all about her making sure that Lizzie lives. So I hope that all makes sense. Okay, so I'm going to move on to my reviews. Colander says, similar to The Strangers, the monster benefits from keeping the focus on two characters and one location. Despite what the title might suggest, this isn't a movie about the monster. It's about Kathy and Lizzie's relationship and how their dynamic comes into play during their fight for survival. That means we don't learn all that much about the monster. While some might grow frustrated with the lack of background information regarding where the creature came from, what it wants slash needs, etc. The essence of this movie is the mother-daughter relationship and there's no doubt that dishing out answers about the monster would have done a major disservice to the characters and what makes this movie as a whole stand out. Gruesome Magazine says, But what the monster is really about is the tortured relationship between a mother and her child. It's painfully obvious that there's a deep resentment between Kathy and Lizzie, and what the film does spectacularly is reveal the depths of this resentment through flashbacks that are interspersed throughout the film. What's even more powerful than the flashbacks are the scenes in the car where we and the two main characters 
slowly discover how much true love they have for each other. So overall, this movie is a dark and atmospheric creature feature that puts you in the shoes of the main characters as you watch them fight for survival. This movie isn't gory or gruesome with, you know, a bunch of crazy kills. It's an intense slow burn with an amazing creature design. This movie talks about three different kinds of monsters, human beings, addiction, and literal monsters. This movie tackles all three of these monsters in a way to not only scare the viewer, but also tackle serious issues as well. But at the heart of this movie is a mother-daughter relationship that is flawed due to an addiction, where the child is more of the parent taking care of their parent because they are using. This movie shows that although Kathy is flawed and a horrible mom when she is using, when push comes to shove, she is a true mom and fights to make sure her child survives, even sacrificing herself so her child may live. That's what it means to be a mom. If you haven't seen this movie, you should. You not only will be creeped out and scared by the monster, but it will pull on your heartstrings as well. When you see the change in Kathy, after seeing what tr a truly horrible person she can be when her addiction takes over, you do root for her in the end when you see that she will fight in order for her child to survive. So I'm going to wrap it up for today. Thank you again for joining me here on Sinful Sarah's Horror Menagerie. Again, I'm your host, Sarah Sin. Thank you for sticking around as I discuss horror history, psychology, and mental health within horror movies. Hope you enjoy the show. Again, thank you for listening. And I just want to remind everybody that there's a horror movie out there for everyone to enjoy. So thank you. <laughs>